0: Okay, we're good to go. Our second message will be brought to us by Mr. Lawrence Gregory, and it is entitled, The Time of Jacob's Trouble. Good afternoon, everyone. In our Tuesday evening Bible studies We've uh, considered a scripture in Isaiah chapter 30, verse 8. And it says, uh, Now go write it before them in a table, and note it in a book, that it may be for the time to come forever and ever. We've been studying this, and that uh, word uh, for the time to come is, in the Hebrew, the latter days. So that's what we're living in now, the latter days. It's 2,700 years after Isaiah wrote these words for us. And also in uh, Jeremiah, the 30th chapter, if we want to turn there, Jeremiah 30, and uh, verse 1 through 4, it says the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, Thus speaketh the Lord God of Israel, saying, Write thee all the words that I have spoken unto thee in a book. For lo, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will bring again the captivity of my people Israel. And Judah, saith the Lord And I will cause them to return to the land that I gave to their fathers, and these shall possess it. And these are the words that the Lord spake concerning Israel and concerning the Jews. Now, this phrase uh, here that uh, I will bring again the captivity of my people means... I will bring out from captivity, as he says. And this is the time when Israel and Judah, that is, uh, and we've studied and we know the identity of the Israel peoples uh, and where they migrated to from uh, Israel by the uh, Assyrians as they went uh, from the Caucasus into northern Europe and then into Scotland and Ireland and Wales and the United States. And we know that uh, Israel or the Judah is the Jews and uh, that uh, they have uh, a great significance in that in this last time, nearly 27, 2600 years because Jeremiah spoke about 100 years plus after Isaiah and uh, caused to write down for us who are living in the end time that we would have a record written of God's Word, 26, 2700 years later, and that is the uh, time when Israel and the Jews are going to be coming out of captivity and restored, and then Ezekiel, I don't want to go into all those chapters, it shows that uh, the children of Israel are going to uh, settle in that Holy Land area there, and representative tribes will be there, and there will be a great temple built. We've gone through that before a number of times, but I want to uh, consider just a minute that uh, Jacob's father was Isaac, and Jacob and Esau were twin brothers, and I don't want to go through and explain all of that, but the word Jacob means shyster or supplanter, and uh, his name was changed later. You can go into uh, Genesis uh, chapter 32. And see where his name was changed later by God called a prince. And those two words, Israel or the prince, uh, let me explain just a little bit. Jacob is from the Hebrew word uh, A-K-A-B, however you pronounce it, A-K-A-B. And Israel is from the, the same basic word, but uh, it is akaba. Uh, adding uh, the uh, oh the prefix to the Aqab, El, El Aqab, making it a prince. So the names are similar, and yet the uh, name changed from Jacob to Israel. Israel showing that he is a prince of God, he is a ruler of God, and that uh, Jacob is the carnal name meaning shyster or supplanter and so sometimes Israel is called Jacob and sometimes he's called Israel depending on what they uh, are doing now I've got my basic scripture is in uh, Jeremiah the 30th chapter here and uh, verse 8 verse 7 it says Alas for that day is great So that none is like it. It is even the time of Jacob's trouble. But he shall be saved out of it. Now I have bad news and good news today. The bad news is the coming captivity and the judgment of God by uh, some of the nations of the earth on Israel or Jacob. The good news is that he will be delivered out of it. So I want to focus first on the bad news, and uh, I want to uh, go to uh, a, a few scriptures here. In uh, basically most of uh, and a lot of the scriptures are going to be in Jeremiah 30 and 31, and then there there are going to be a few other additional scriptures that uh, I'm going to share. I can't do a total synopsis because we would have to go through many books and many scriptures to uh, uh, confirm what I'm going to say today but I'm just going to give you a little bit of insight into uh, Jacob's trouble that's coming and the time that uh, is bad first is what I want to consider let's go to uh, Jeremiah 30 verse 11 and said for I am with thee saith the Lord to save thee. Though I make a full end of all nations, whither I have scattered thee, yet will I not make a full end of thee, but I will correct thee in measure, and will not leave thee altogether unpunished. Now, there's a couple of uh, mixing in here of good news and bad news, but I want to focus on the bad news for us as Israel to consider... In one sense it's good, but in another sense it's bad because of all the things that we're going to endure and we're going to go through as God sends his judgment and discipline on us. And uh, I want to show here now in uh, verse uh, 16, uh, and I'll skip around here. Therefore, all they that devour thee shall be devoured. And all thine adversaries, every one of them, shall go into captivity. And they that spoil thee shall be a spoil. And all that prey upon you will I give for a prey. And God shows that uh, here in the the future that uh, Israel is going to be chastised or disciplined let's go to uh, 31 while we're here we want to look at uh, 31 verse uh, 28 through 30 and uh, we'll read a few verses here there's uh, like I said so many so many verses here uh, that uh, we could read but 31 through uh, I mean I uh, 28 through 30, and it shall come to pass that like as I have watched over you to pluck up and to break down and to throw down and to destroy and to afflict, so will I watch over them to build and to plant, saith the Lord. In those days they shall say no more, the fathers have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. But everyone shall die for his own iniquity. Every man that eateth the sour grapes, his teeth shall be set on edge. And so, let me explain here just a little bit. What he's saying is that uh, there's not longer going to be any excuses. We're not going to be saying, well, they did it or he did it or it's their fault or whatever. But... Every one of us are going to suffer because of, when I say us, I'm talking about the nation, the national people, because of our personal sin, because of uh, the things that we've done wrong before God, not uh, blaming somebody else or putting it off on, on someone else. Now, in Matthew 24, let's go to a couple of things that Jesus said in uh, Matthew uh, 24, and um, verse 21 and 22 for then shall be thee is emphatic it should be thee, but it shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time known or ever shall be. And except those days should be shortened, that uh, there is... uh, I'm sorry, I've written over some of this. Excuse me. uh, There should no flesh be saved alive, but for the elect's sake those days shall be shortened. And so we have uh, encouragement from uh, Jesus to tell us that there's going to be a time that's unequal that's going to come on Israel. Now, we can't say that's uh, happened in the past because we've got to look to the future, a time when there's going to be great uh, judgments And great uh, discipline poured out on this nation in the future time. But the good news is, and we'll look at that a little later, is that we're going to be delivered out of that. Uh, We have that uh, promise from God in uh, Jeremiah 30 and uh, verse uh, 7 and verse 8. But uh, let's go to uh, uh, Luke, the 21st chapter, verse 20, and uh, some more things that uh, Jesus has said. Luke 21 verse um, 20 through 24 and when you shall see Jerusalem compassed with armies then know that the desolation thereof is nigh quoting from Daniel I'm not going to go back there Then let them which are in Judea flee to the mountains, and let them which are in the midst of it depart out, and let not them that are in the countries enter therein. For there be the days, for these be the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. But woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days, saith the Lord. There shall be great distress in the land and wrath upon this people. And they shall fall by the edge of the sword and shall be led away captive into all nations. And Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles be fueled. And we can uh, fulfill, the, we, we can explain later the times of the Gentiles. I'm not going to do that today. Uh, but I'm going to go into these verses and show you that future judgment and discipline is coming on Israel and Judah because of our sins, because of the things that we've been doing wrong. And uh, let's, let's go to back to Jeremiah 30th chapter verse 14. All our lovers have forgotten thee. They seek thee not. For I have wounded thee with the wound of an enemy. With the chastisement of a cruel one. For the multitude of thine iniquity. Because thy sins were increased. And because of the sins of Israel. Now I'm going to list some of those in just a little bit here. But... um, we know from the New Testament, from 1 John 3, 4, that sin is the transgression of the law. And we heard a lot about the outpouring of God's law on Pentecost. And tomorrow is Pentecost. And it should be a reminder of the Ten Commandments. And uh, this is what Israel, the, the nations of Israel, is breaking, is transgressing God's law. Uh, and, and just think about it. It's getting worse and worse, isn't it? Uh, adultery idolatry uh, taking God's name in vain disrespectful toward our parents and toward adults uh, lying cheating, corruption violence it's everywhere, it's getting worse and worse and worse because man has forsaken the law of God the commandments of God they're not listening to God anymore they're going out and justifying and uh, we see this uh, terrorist uh, here recently, uh, one of the terrorists, the young man, was uh, criticizing Israel nations for the violence that they were doing against some of the families and the children that were suffering some of their conflicts and wars. And then he went out and blew up and, uh, and uh, killed a bunch of children there in, uh, wasn't it, Man- Manchester, England, uh, where he uh, killed Up a- he, he was a hypocrite. He was saying, well, they're bad because they did this, therefore I'm justified and I'm right to go ahead and uh, kill all of these children and adults and killed himself and uh, sacrificed himself. But uh, we know that uh, there is... In Israel, uh, a lot of concern uh, in our uh, own selves about all the violence that's going on. We have to be careful about our home, about letting people in. We have to be careful about where we go, uh, where we drive, where we go out uh, after uh, night to some of the stores, the quick trips or whatever. We didn't used to have to do that, did we? But now we're having to do it because of the violence and the corruption that is going on and more and more uh, sin. In uh, uh, Isaiah chapter 3 verse 12, uh, we, we see that our leaders are causing us to err and the women and children are ruling over us and we see this more and more and more, not putting women down, but... Uh, Understanding the corruption that is in the leaders that are causing our people to sin. In Isaiah, the uh, third chapter, uh, for, uh, chapter 14, uh, verse 24, 27, let's go back there. Uh, I'm leaving some of these verses out, uh, but I want to go to Isaiah 14, and uh, I'm causing uh, a lot of concern to Brian who's trying to keep up with me uh, in um, the uh, projection of some of the scriptures Isaiah 14 verse 24 the Lord of hosts has sworn saying surely as I have thought, so shall it come to pass. And as I have purposed, so shall it be, so shall it stand. That I will break the Assyrian in my land, and upon my mountain shall tread him underfoot. Then shall his yoke depart from off them, and his burden depart from off their shoulders. This is the purpose That is purposed upon the whole earth. And this is the hand. That is stretched out upon all the nations. For the Lord of hosts has purposed. And who shall disannul it? And his hand is stretched out. And who shall turn it back? Now. God has a purpose. And uh, Assyria. And and in the news. Let me tell you. We've got to start watching more carefully. Germany. In Europe and as a member of NATO and of the European Union how they're becoming to be more outspoken and critical of some of the other European nations and especially of the United States and Germany is going to get stronger and stronger and stronger and then ultimately and I'm not going into those scriptures but it's going to unite with the Vatican and there's going to be a religious combination a military religious combination in Europe that is going to grow strong and is going to affect the united states Or, when i say the united states i'm talking about our israel people and our israel nation. Uh, we know that uh, germany is going to uh, put their yoke on israel now this is what we don't like to consider um, america is economically strong we're militarily strong we've got uh, decreasing right now decreasing unemployment but just think in the future when th- when changes occur when our economy hangs and when unemployment starts rising above four point some percent up into the double digits or beyond when we are uh now spending billions and billions and billions of dollars in nato and uh, in europe and uh, plus sending billions of dollars out to many nations on the earth, and protecting the military. What happens when our, when we can't afford our military to protect many of those nations, and we can't afford to give them billions of dollars? Just think about the, all the repercussions worldwide of what's going to happen to America, and to some of those European nations who have been. Uh, generous in the past very liberal in our outreach but we're going to suffer a lot of the consequences of uh, the uh, excesses that we're spending a lot of money supporting a lot of those nations and when we can't do it we're going to suffer the consequences now in uh, Jeremiah the 14th chapter let's go let's go back to Jeremiah And um, 14 through, 14 verse through 15. Then the Lord said unto me, The prophets prophesy lies in my name. I sent them not, neither have I commanded them, neither spoke unto them. They prophesy unto you a false vision and divination and a thing of, of uh, naught and the deceit of their heart. Therefore thus saith the Lord concerning the prophets that prophesy in my name and I sent them not. Yet they say sword and famine shall not be in this land by thy sword and famine shall those prophets be consumed. Now, I just want to tell us that we need to be careful in who we listen to. We need to make sure that they're godly and speaking the word of God in truth because there are a lot of false prophets. You can turn on your television and you can follow and they're saying a lot of nice things. And a lot of smooth things about Israel. And God says, don't listen to them. Because I have a purpose. And I'm going to bring that uh, purpose about. And it's going to be bad. First, for Israel. And for some of those nations that are going to suffer the consequences. Now, in Jeremiah 16, verse 10 through 15. Let's go to Jeremiah 16, verse 10 through 15. And it shall come to pass, when you shall show this people all these words, and they shall say unto you, Wherefore has the Lord pronounced all this great evil against us? Or what is our iniquity? Or what is our sin that we have committed against the Lord our God? So when people ask us, you know, what have we done wrong? What's Israel, what's America doing wrong? Then shall you say unto them, because your fathers have forsaken me, saith the Lord, and have walked after other gods, and have served them, and have worshipped them, and have forsaken me, and have not kept my law, and you have done worse than your fathers, for behold you walk every one after the imagination of his evil heart that they may not hearken unto uh, me therefore will i cast your cast you out of this land into a land that you know not neither you nor your fathers and there shall you serve other gods day and night where i will not show you favor Therefore, behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that it shall no more be said, The Lord liveth that brought up the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. But the Lord liveth that brought up the children of Israel from the land of the north and from all the lands where he has driven them. And I will bring them again into their land that I gave unto their fathers. And so we have to remind people that there is a coming captivity there is a coming a time of distribution of Israel around this world now uh, right now uh, uh, because of our military and our economy and things we're in many nations of the earth already but you can think of uh, what happens when we are starting to suffer the difficulties that are going to come on our nation and how that affects our peoples around this world and how they're uh, criticized and uh, scolded and uh, judged by those nations of where they are. Now, I know that uh, this is uh, difficult to understand and uh, to agree with and, and we have a lot of uh, trouble recognizing that uh, America As great and as strong as we are are going to be suffering the consequences of God's judgment upon us because of our sins nationally that we're doing and we're going to be in bad shape now let's uh, talk a little bit here uh, and focus on the good news because uh, Jeremiah 30 verse 7 tells us that God is going to deliver us out of that problem So we can think of uh, good news that we will be delivered out of it. In Jeremiah 30, 1-2, verse 1 and 2. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Thus speak the Lord God of Israel. Write you all the words that I have spoken to you in a book. And we've talked about that before, of how that uh, God is going to bring about all of those things that he's told us and that he has a purpose. And uh, now, we want to ask some uh, questions here, and I have some answers written down here already for this question. is, <clears throat> Why has God instructed Isaiah and Jeremiah to write these things down? Why are they to be kept for a record for the future time of great difficulties? Maybe 26, 2,700 years in the future when these things are going to be realized. Uh, Okay, I have some answers for that. God told them to write them down for accuracy so that his word could be authenticated and verified. For its performance, because God is going to bring about He said his plan and his purpose. And so we can trust in the written word of knowing in the future of what's going to happen. Those who are true followers of God, God is going to reveal some of the things that he is going to do. Now, to the false prophets and to the lying, deceiving prophets, they're going to just say anything and everything. And they're going to smooth it over and say, oh, nothing's going to happen bad. But... The true prophets, the true people of God are going to say, yes, there's some bad times coming. Now, it's also going to be for publication because we have Bibles and we have books and we have articles and we have uh, uh, things that explain uh, difficult scriptures. Sometimes they need to be explained. And uh, so God has caused these things to be written down that we can interpret and that we can uh, preach them and we can explain them and we can promote them through uh, the transmission of God's word out to other nations to other people and so God has given his word to us and I'm repeating a lot of things here because I, I want us to remember what we're saying today that God is going to bring hard times and he's going to bring good times upon our people now in Jeremiah 30th chapter here where we are in verse uh, 10 and 11 Uh, therefore fear you not O my servant Jacob saith the Lord neither be dismayed O Israel for lo I will save thee from afar and thy seed from the land of their captivity and Jacob shall return and shall be in rest and be quiet and none shall make him afraid. Now, let me ask you this. Has there any, been any time in our past when we have realized the scripture, when we have not been afraid of what could happen, of possibility? There's coming a time in the future of when God is going to bring Israel out of captivity, out of difficulty, and restore them into a time That is going to be in in rest and quiet. uh, I'm not going to go into the kingdom of God and to the time when David is resurrected and the time of the peace that's going to come on this earth and the time of great 1,000 years of blessings. That's for a future message. I just want us to understand that God is going to deliver us. And uh, it says here in uh, Jeremiah 30, Verse 24, the last phrase, that it shall be, it shall not be plucked up, nor thrown down anymore forever. When God says something forever, we ought to listen to it. So there's a coming a time when Israel is going to be at peace forever, and no more. Think about all of this, the time in the coming in the future when it says through many other scriptures that uh, men and nations are going to learn war anymore. They're not going to be spending their monies on the weapons and military. They're not going to be tolerated. God is not going to let the nations of this earth for a thousand years re- rebel and revolt and have war there's going to be a time of great peace and a time of learning God's way and His commandments and a time of overcoming and growing and of doing good. Won't that be a wonderful time ahead of us instead of all the corruption? Right now it's it's almost risky to go out of your home or to let someone come into your home or to go to a shopping center or a mall. We know that. When we see so much crime, every day there's murder you watch your TV you watch the news and you know if I assume that you're watching and waiting and alert and watching these things and we know that it's getting worse and worse and worse now there's a coming a time uh, in the latter days let me let me go up to uh, Jeremiah 31 verse 31 through40. Yeah, uh, 31, 17. I think I've already read those in scriptures, uh, but uh, let me go to 31, 18, 19, and 20. Jeremiah, 18, 19. I have surely heard Ephraim, bemoaning himself thus you have chastised me and i was chastised as a bullet unaccustomed to the yoke turn you unto me and i shall be turned for thou art the lord my god surely after that i was turned i repented and after that i was instructed i smote upon my thigh i was ashamed yea even confounded because I did bear the reproach of my youth is Ephraim my dear son is he a pleasant child for since I spake against him I do earnestly remember him still therefore my bowels are troubled for him I will surely have mercy upon him saith the Lord and there's uh, more but God is telling us a time that there's going to be national repentance and national conversion. A time when our nation is going to look to God. We're not doing that right now. We're looking to our leaders. We're looking to our own way. We're looking to develop uh, and to expand our own energies uh, in our own ways. But then all peoples, everyone is going to be looking to God. And uh, I have a... a a lot of versions in chapter 31 I'm going to just leave those out uh, let me encourage you to read all of chapter 31 and uh, I want us to consider uh, that uh, in the future when Israel is going to turn back to God and he is going to respond positively I've read many of those scriptures I've left a lot of them out for us to read but in reviewing briefly we're going to go in the future through some unbelievable hard time through holocaust that's coming on our people but the good news is that we're going to be delivered out of that now our nation is going to have to repent, it's going to have to give up its ways, it's going to have to turn to God, and then God will turn to them and bless them. And we will see for a thousand years of great, wonderful blessings and peace and quietness when Jesus Christ is on this earth ruling and reigning, and uh, we're, all the nations of this earth are submitting to him. Not warring and fighting with each other, but submitting to him. What a wonderful time that's going to be. And uh, so just consider uh, briefly some of those uh, things that I've shared today with us. In a time of uh, Jacob's trouble that's ahead, and a time when we're going to be delivered out of it.